This is Ursula Hogan welcoming you to News Extra on Scarif Bay Community Radio, where we feature interviews which go into detail on some of the events in the news this week. Next weekend, the Mount Shannon 10k run and Robbie Cahill Memorial 5k run or walk takes place in Mount Shannon. Fiona Cahill gave Jim Collins all the details. I'm talking to Fiona Cahill uh, from Mount Shannon on the Mount Shannon 10k and the Robbie Cahill run walk, 5k run walk, which is taking place next weekend. Fiona, you're very welcome to Scarif Bay Community Radio. Thank you, Jim. Fiona, uh, just, I suppose, tell us, first of all, is it there, there's two races uh, as in the one event, so to speak. Yes, that's correct, Jim. There's the, um, there's the um, Mount Shannon 10k and then there's the Robbie Cahill Memorial 5k run. Okay, and and it's a run or walk the the five k. The five k, yes, to be suitable for, for for children and families as well. Like yes, for yeah. I know. So some it people, takes some people. Some people opt to walk, and others obviously run it as well. Yes, of course. It and takes... then the ten k, I suppose, will be for the more serious runners. Then the over 18s. Okay, so I the two uh, events, Fiona, are on at the same time. So it's part of the one afternoon. That's correct, Jim. And kickoff is at twelve thirty sharp, and registration from nine thirty that morning. Okay, so if somebody wants to take part in it, they can turn up from any time from nine thirty. Where will they register, Fiona? Registration will take place at Inishkalstra National School, with Mount Shannon Gym. Okay, and uh, and that's that's both for the run and the walk. Correct. That's correct, Jim. Yes. Okay, and the. Uh, We'll say we'll start with the this race. We'll say the ten k and the five k have been in operation now for a number of years. Yes, since since twenty fifteen. Now, obviously, there was a period I had to stop there during the COVID, but now it's it's the first year back. It was since COVID, so hopefully there'll be a good turnout again for it. Good. So. There always was a good turnout for yes. for, for both events. And the ten k is is for over eighteen. So. Well, I suppose it be geared towards the more more serious runners, you know, yes. because for children, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but it's not a not exactly. We're not talking about competitive athletes necessarily. Anyone who fancies a run at ten k can. Oh yes, yes, can, indeed. Anyone at all, indeed, and we've lots of very good athletes living locally as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the five k then, uh, in memory of of your own brother Robbie, uh, the that is, people can run or walk. Absolutely, yes, Jim. There's an option there to to run or walk. Yes. Okay, and it's and ideal, of course, for a like a family day out. Absolutely, and you'd have all ages, from the young to the not so young. Yeah. Yes, Fiona. The the route it's it's not too taxing on anybody. There are there are no big hills involved, are there? No, there's no no major hills at all, Jim. Which is it's a, they're both very pleasant, um, very pleasant routes. Yes. There'll be a little bit more of an incline, all right, on the ten k now than the five k. Yes. Okay, so it it sounds like a, a lovely afternoon out, um, and Fiona, the the um, proceeds of of these races, I know in the past um, they they have gone to you know local causes in the in the Mount Shannon area. Indeed, indeed, they have, Jim. Yes, so um, all proceeds then will be allocated to local projects in the community. So beneficiaries then from the last one were. Um, Inish Culture National School, um, there was a new gate put in there at the side of the school, between the school and the creche, there were kind of a turnstile gate that was made by um, 
Patrick Minogue and to sponsor through the through the run. Yes. And then there was also uh, money uh, funds given to the community council, um, Mount Shannon Celtic underage soccer and Mount Shannon and Whitegate community game. So they were the beneficiaries for, for the last run. Lovely. So whoever turns whoever turns up to take part, they're they're going to be as well as having a lovely day out and a, a great a bit of exercise. They're going to um, help support local causes uh, around, like the ones you mentioned. The the exact um, we'll say where this money is going uh, this year hasn't been decided yet, but it'll be along similar lines to before. Absolutely, it'll be, it'll be allocated to local projects in the community, so it's very important that it all goes back into the community again. Yeah, okay. How many people, participants, are you expecting, Fiona? Well, I, a couple of hundred anyway, Jim. Hard to put a number on it, but there is normally a quite a good turnout. They're very popular, both the 5K and the 10K. So again, I suppose it depends on the day, if there isn't any matches and the weather and everything. Usually there's a good turnout for both. Yes. Okay. So listen, hopefully it's a week away, so I don't know what the weather is going to be like, Fiona, but hopefully maybe it won't be too hot. We don't need it as hot maybe as it was one or two days last weekend, but uh, indeed, nice. Indeed, indeed. It would be hard to run in that heat, Jim, yes. Would, but nice, fresh weather next weekend uh, to let people go out and enjoy themselves. Yes, please, God. And just to mention then that there's a family race then for the 5K so yes. That's a rate of 30 euros for two adults and four children. Okay. That's brilliant. And, so, um, And then there's an, the individual adult rate then for the 5K is 10 euros for adults and five for an individual child. Okay. Right. So if and a family... The, it, it encourages yes. family to go to go together, really, doesn't it? Yes. And it generally is a, is a good family day out. And then the 10K is over 18s only and it's 15 euros. Okay. Well, none of that. Now, is there's prize to, money for the winner of the 10k. There's not for the 5k. Yes. But for the 5k, there's an, an adult male and female trophy, and there's also under 18 get a first, second, and third, both for, for male and female under 18. Lovely. So it's worth um, and, going out and uh, and winning it or finishing in the on the podium. Indeed, indeed. Everyone, everyone's a winner, and uh, all children then participating will get medals. Every child. Yes. Yes. Well, Fiona, and it's also on the day as well, there'll be T-shirts. So T-shirts for the children will be five euros and for the adults, the T-shirts will be 10 euros for anybody that wishes to purchase a T-shirt on the day. OK. No, it sounds it's going to be a great day out and hopefully hopefully you'll have yeah. loads of people and um, as I said, the weather, you know, we can hope that the weather will be reasonable. Fiona, indeed. listen, thank you very much for coming on to talk to us about it and uh, good luck with the organisation of it and hopefully all will uh, will go well on the day and to, I suppose to remind us again, uh, it's uh, sun- tomorrow week, Sunday week, Fiona. Sunday the 31st, Jim, yes. and registration from 9.30 and the race, both, both runs kick off at 12.30pm sharp. Grand. Well, anyway. And registration is at, at Inish Culture National School in Mount Shannon. Brilliant. Fiona Cahill, many thanks uh, for coming on. And again, as I say, good luck with the races on next Sunday. OK, thank you very much, Jim. And we, might, we might even see you there. You never know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank, thank you, Fiona. OK, Jim. Take care. Thank you, Jim. Bye. In Killaloo two weeks ago, the Garda Shikona celebrated the centenary of their foundation. Scarif Bay Community Radio was there and Jim Collins chatted to Jamie O'Sullivan from the Irish Coast Guard Unit about their work.
We're joined now by Jamie O'Sullivan from the Irish Coast Guard. Uh, Jamie, you're welcome to Scarab Thanks Bay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Listen, we're looking here, we're standing here beside a table and uh, there's uh, technology all around us. We're looking here at uh, it's a our, submersible unit. Yeah, it's our uh, underwater submersible, like a submarine. And uh, that has live video feed so we can see what, what, what is underwater and it'll go about 250 feet underwater from, from its station, from where we're controlling it. Um, it has front uh, camera, rear camera and front lights so they illuminate under the water if in dark murky conditions, ROV. Okay, so um, I mean maybe it's obvious but I can, can I ask you in, in what situations would you be using this? Um, search situations where people have been missing. Um, we, we would definitely uh, utilize that, that piece of machinery. It's, uh, it's invaluable before we send divers down or, or anybody else from... You could find a body in the water. Exactly, yeah. Or a vehicle. Or a vehicle or anything, personal belongings or anything like that. Okay. And can, can this be, will this stay going for long? Um, yes, it's mains operated. So oh, it, it, it'll run from, from as mains long as operated, you want As to. long as you want to, yeah, exactly. Okay, so there's a. It's it's quite small. Yeah. Uh, it's about maybe a foot by a foot, foot and a half or so. Yeah. Uh, and there's a, a tube coming a out of it. lead off it, yeah. So a, a long yellow tube, yeah, which, which is all its data and feeding it back to the control, so we can view from our safe, from our commons van, um, what the drone is or what the ROV is seen under the water. Yes. Would this be an expensive piece of kit? Uh, about no. ten thousand euros. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 So it imagine. has to be serviced uh, yearly and kept up to uh, top condition. Yeah. And it's here. There's a control yeah, so box. Our control boxes here. So you have um, <coughs> you have a rear camera, you have a front camera, and you have lights which you want to use under the water, and it will float along the top so you can bring it back up like a submarine and yes. it'll give you a position where you are in in the water okay so it's, it's a it's a valuable so it's a small very but valuable yes piece, of, piece equipment. of equipment okay so further over in the table uh we have a drone yeah we have the maverick uh air pro um we're operational for the last couple of months with this with this uh piece of equipment uh flies about 800 meters from from stationary position and um, it'll go to a height of about 120 meters, which is a, a considerable height that you can get a good view of, uh, of surrounding areas and, and searches. And it has camera it has a camera in the front. Um, it has a camera in the front. It has uh, anti-crash um, sensors. So, you know, it's the, the highest technology that we can, we can have. Okay. And, and you, presumably you can get a live feed. Oh, we can get a live feed. So we have a, an app called DroneSir and we can stream that back to our van here and also to Valencia in County Kerry, that's the RCC in County Kerry that, we, that we're attached to and they can see what we're seeing. Yes. And we can take out the SD card which is in the side and put in a new SD card and review the footage in our commons van while the pilot and the, uh, the observer are still outside in the ground. We can have a third person inside okay. observing the the footage yes. that we already took. When I was talking earlier to your colleague Damien uh, and we talked about what, what, what mightn't be generally known when, when you hear of the Coast Guard 
okay, we don't have a coast here in Killaloo, but no, we have plenty of water. Definitely. Uh, but you also do land searches and land rescue. Yeah, we're the only inland Coast Guard unit in the country out of the 44 Coast Guard units. Um, we do land, we, do, we cover a massive area. We've been up in Woodford in County Galway to, to Clanlara, south of Killaloo. We've been over as far as Turles and west over as far as uh, Ennis. So we, we do cover a massive search area, um, but you know it's great to be able to, to service the community of County Clare. Yes, and I suppose you do get called upon for people missing out walking and yeah. hill climbing and yeah, that kind have, of thing. Last year we had a call there to uh, 7 o'clock, the hills there in, in Six Mile Bridge. Uh, we've had Tom Tenna above, we have Mylossa, um, anywhere we've, we've been involved in community walks and, and runs there where people wanted the Coast Guard as cover uh, for first aid and yes. uh, you know it's it's such a satisfaction to see the community response like here today to us. Yeah. So it would be your job then let's say to guide the, the ground rescue to the proper point and, and exactly. give them guidance as to what to do. Yeah with the drone we, can, we, we have coordinates where the drone is. So that will be the point right below that where the casualty is needed. Yes. Yeah. So you're and you're called out a fair bit, I would imagine. Yeah, we're. I think we're in about 25 call-outs now already this year. So it's, it's, it's. Yeah. About one a week. About one a week, exactly. Yeah. Yes. About and about of course, one. you are uh, retained. You're voluntary. Are you? Yeah, we're we're voluntary. You're not. So we all have full-time jobs. Yes. And. You know, we carry a pager system, uh, we carry a pager, and, and that's how Valencia contact us by pager, send us a brief message, and, um, you know, we, we go from there then until we get to the, to the scene, yes. or meet with the OIC or DOIC to uh, get more information on um, what is the aspect of the, of the rescue. Yes, and you locate where the, where the rescue is required. Exactly, and, and, and what, what vehicles or what utilities are needed yes, for that rescue. Be it boat or... Or, or drone or, or OV. Okay. Lovely. Okay, Jamie, listen, it's, it's really been a learning experience yeah. uh, having a look at all the stuff you have here. Many thanks for joining us on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Thank you very much. Thank you. You have been listening to News Extra on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Join us again next weekend and we will keep you updated on local events. This is Ursula Hogan for Scarif Bay Community Radio.